Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back, back to, to the, the best. best. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Back to the Best. I'm David. And I'm Grace, and this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as The Best Times. To all our first-time listeners, welcome to all our former besties returning. Welcome back. It is March. It's almost St. Patrick's Day. Oh, my gosh. Is everyone feeling the luck of the Irish? I think I always am. I have already had two shamrock shakes so far. I think that they just never. I've never had a shamrock shake, which I just can't wrap my head around. Every time you tell me I can't wrap my head around it. My mom used to be like the day the shamrock shakes were back. She was that person Mm -hmm. that went to McDonald's, grabbed a round of shamrock shakes. This was back when they didn't have the see-through cups. You know, they had the McDonald's ones with the ammo. Oh, like the white. Yeah. Yeah. The white cups. But so that's how I always picture them. What do they taste like? Or is it just like a vanilla shake with green? Yeah. So it's a vanilla shake and then it's mint. So they put mint in it. It It's like a light green. It's not like a really freaky, obnoxious green that Mm. makes you not, makes it not look appetizing. It's actually very Mm. beautiful. It's like a pastel (laughs) green. (laughs) We're not sponsored by McDonald's, but you should try it. We would love to. Yes. They, they also have. They have a shamrock shake and then you can now get like, and you can go get a McFlurry. Like I love an Oreo McFlurry and Ooh, they'll same. make it a, like, they'll put it in there. So it's like a mint Oreo McFlurry. It's uh-huh. really good. It's so good. Yeah. I actually, I had them last night. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the McFlurry or the shake? The McFlurry. Okay. Yeah. It was like a little <laughs> treat because David knows this, but I'm having some ankle trouble. Everything is fine. Her ankle's pinching her. It's pinching me. And she's it's having like, an impingement. I'm having an impingement. <laughs> and I had to go to my orthopedic doctor yesterday and get like a cortisone shot. And it was just feeling uncomfortable and annoying. So Tim was like, let's grab some shamrock shakes. And I said, that is a good idea. Cause if there's one thing that can help an ankle, it's, it's a, a shamrock, shamrock shake. shake. My doctor told me that Dr. Mark was like, so you need to go home. Rest Dr. Mark Sloan. A- Oh God, I wish I w- I'm going to start saying that though. I'm going to say my doctor is doctor. It's 11, 11, obviously 11, like 11. before see, oh my God, we're pausing the episode to wish on 11, 11, David and I never miss it. We really are always together at 11, 11. It's kind of like fate. our time. <laughs> if you had the chance to change your fate, would you? Ya- <laughs> it's fate telling us that it's sending the good 11, 11 vibes to back to the best podcast. That's what it is. Um, I have a bad vibe. I need to talk about though. Okay. Just because we're talking about Mark Sloan, obviously from if you, you know, Gray's and living under a rock. Hello. (laughs) So Gray's is back this week. Okay. I don't appreciate that. They are forcing us to watch station 19. I've never been a fan. They've done this before. They've had a crossover before. They've done crossovers before, but it's Shonda. If you're listening, which she obviously is. Hi, Shonda. Shonda Love and Ventigana. Love it, love it, love it, love it. I have like three episodes left. I can't wait to finish. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> but okay, so b- they've done crossovers before, but it's never affected the plot of Grace. Like if you didn't watch Station 19, you very quickly could catch up. Without giving any spoilers, the last, the mid-season finale of Grey's Anatomy ends with a car accident. 
Mm-hmm. You don't know the fate of this character. Mid-season finale. So then we wait three months. <laughs> and the result of the car accident takes place in Station 19, not even in Grey's Anatomy. So we had to watch Station 19. And if you didn't watch Station 19, then you start Grey's Anatomy and all of a sudden this, this thing is already resolved. What? I I agree. I'm with you on that. I think it's okay. So if you're in station 19, that's a great opportunity for them because Grey's Anatomy has so many viewers. So I get that, but it's also not fair. This is like seasons into this show. We are loyal to the show. Just give us a Grey's Anatomy episode. I get it. Like the crossovers that make sense to me are whenever station 19 will do something. And then like someone on their show gets injured and it ends with them, like taking them to the hospital. And then it picks yes. up in Grey's Anatomy with like them saving people as Meredith does. Yes. But no, do not force me to watch the other one to get the result of one of the Grey's Anatomy major characters. This is the second time they've done it. They killed someone off in Grey's Anatomy on station 19 and then pick up in Grey's Anatomy with the person already bleeding out. I threw my pen. <laughs> Tell him, girl. Tell him. Shonda's, anyway, a- Shonda's an avid listener. So this is going right to her ears. Anyway, we have a great episode today. <laughs> Anyway, we're so, so happy that you all are here. Happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> it's not even St. Patrick's Day. I just had to get that off my chest. No, it's understandable. And but also you're not caught up. So now, you know, when you get to that episode, you have to watch. Yes, I'm not caught up and I'm going to be honest. And I hope no one gets upset with me. I will always be a Grey's Anatomy lover. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. But She's I quitting find on us. She's quitting on us. I'm not quitting, but I can't. It is so boring to me. Mm. Like the newer seasons are oh, very God. boring, but you know what? That doesn't mean I'm still, I'm still going to catch up. I just have, is that Shonda? Did she just send you a text? Shonda. Shonda, hey, we're girl. In recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I'm, I will catch up. I love Grays and I always will, but I agree. I think that's really, that's, that's annoying, but honestly, mm-hmm. we love inventing Anna back to that. It is love so inventing good. Anna. I... Um, Meredith's parents are also in that show. Not yeah. Meredith's parents, but I actors. love, um, what's her name? Katie, Katie uh, Lowe's from scandal. I yeah. love her in this show. Katie Lowe's is great. She plays what's her character's name. Cause these are all real life people. Oh, Rachel. I, she plays yeah. Rachel. I have, I, yes. Feel like I'm the only person who had never heard this story before the show came out. Yeah. So I know nothing. I don't know how it ends, and I'm so excited to finish it and then Google to see like what parts were made up and what's real. Yeah, I've. I'm. I'm this isn't. I will not say anything. I've just. I did the same thing. I looked it up afterwards because you can like the real Rachel has been interviewed before. All of it. That's why I love the line that they put everywhere at the beginning of the episodes. It's something like everything in this show is made up except for this. St- what is it? It's like, <laughs> it's like everything in this show or everything is totally true is, except for the parts we made, up, made up or something. Yeah. I think it's referring to, and this might be obvious that the girl, the real Anna made mm. up all this stuff about her life. Like, so the entire story is true, but except everything that she, she said, up. it's all made up, which is, that's also true. Like she is, this is not a spoiler either. She's been to court. This is, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's, it's none of this happened. So mm-hmm. she just made, so I love that. It's so, it's, it's like the story is real, but except for the parts that are made up, which is Anna's entire story, the real girl, every single thing she made up. God, I, I like, yeah, I can't it's wait to so stalk good. them all on Instagram. I know I haven't been able to find all of the real people. I think some of them like went incognito after this came I out would. because it doesn't really make them look great. Um, 
But anyway, it's such a good show, Shonda. We love that. And you know what else is a good show? Back to the Best. <laughs> oh, yes. Back to the Best is such a good show. It's such a good podcast. And we have a really great episode for you guys today. We do. You know today's guest from like a million things. He was in the first ever Disney Channel original movie, Underwrapped. You got The Mummy, you guys. You guys, The Mummy. You know this. He, he then was in another great Disney Channel original movie, Can of Worms. He was in one of our favorite shows, Gilmore Girls. He does voiceover work. He does stage work. His name is Adam Wiley. His name is Adam Wiley. We had so much fun talking to him. He told us such great stories that we can't wait for you guys to hear. And also real quick, make sure you stay tuned for the end of the episode because we have a really fun giveaway for a really popular, great movie. All I'm going to say is you will scream Scream. when you hear it. (laughs) That was so good. That was so good. (laughs) I don't think it gave it away either. Not at all. Nobody has any idea. Anyway, we're going to end this. We hope you enjoy the episode. Here he is, Adam Wiley. Hi, Hi. nice to meet you. Thank you for doing this. It's so nice to meet you too. Absolutely. Of course. I'm thrilled to be on and have some fun. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah. How was your wife's birthday, by the way? We're good. It was good. We had a really fun time. Um, it's the first time, you know, we've had a party in forever. So I know. it was uh, interesting because yeah. it just felt so like refreshing. It's always like weird at first when you have yeah. people over, you're like, oh, is this okay? Right. I know. But literally half the people at the party had COVID a month ago. So yeah, including us. So it was, um, Everything should be okay, and we we did, we switched it to outdoors. Oh, so nice. oh, nice. Okay, that was that was a little bit like better mentally. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people were still doing musicals, so they had rehearsal to go to, and so they're testing twice a week, so they're extra cautious. And so, it's, well, okay. three times a week, I guess. But yeah. And still. speaking of musicals, you said you just wrapped a play. I I did. Yeah, it's called Singing Revolution. It was a world premiere of a new show in um in Hollywood at the Broadwater, which is the Sacred Fools space. So. Oh, nice. nice. It's very cool. Yeah. How'd it go? It was, it was, it, w- it was great. It was really yeah. fun. I played the ghost of Joseph Stalin, which is the comedian in the show. Okay. Uh, oh, as you can okay. probably tell by, by the name. <laughs> yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then I also played, uh, the lead guy's father for a little bit, which is new oh, for okay. me because I've never had a, uh, I've never had a 25 year old son, which isn't possible. So, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, sure, sure, sure. It's little acting. With the math, but right. it's acting. acting. A little makeup and acting, but you know, whatever. exactly. I can be mature. Yeah, that's, that's, I didn't convince anybody. That's not doing anything. Everyone's like, he's so young. <laughs> yeah, especially when I shave. Like, I have a little bit of scruff right now, but when I shave, everyone's like, oh, you're 12. I'm like, yeah, 16. <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, it was fun though, but I had a great time. It was a great cast. Very, very talented people. Awesome. Very um a lot of a lot of friendships I think I'll have forever coming out. Oh, nice. oh that's great. So you're you're based in LA? I am, yeah. I'm based in LA. Uh, I was in New York only when I was doing some shows there and then back to LA. So yeah. I love nice. it here. You know, I think Same. I'll always be um an LA kid. Yeah. Yeah, because it's me best. Are you from California? 
I am. I'm one of the six people. Yeah. I know. You're one of the rare, I the know, rare, the rare ones. <laughs> I am. I was born in San Dimas and yes, San Dimas high school football rocks. And, uh, okay. and I was, um, I was like raised in the inland empire and like Claremont, um, is where I like grew up. And then I moved further out. The more work I got, the further away from LA I got. So I went to <laughs> Upland and then Rancho Cucamonga for forever. Uh, spent 13 years in Rancho Cucamonga and then moved out to uh, North Hollywood five years ago. Okay. Oh, Crazy. nice. So I've only been out in the LA, LA area, uh, not the Inland Empire. I've been, I was driving every day since I was four. I wasn't yeah. driving. Mind you, I was not a four-year-old. <laughs> follow-up question. We got to unpack. We have to unpack that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I was not six years old. Going, oh, that's easy. You take the five to the ten. <laughs> no, not me. Just zooming. Um, yeah, definitely not. Not the that guy. But uh, but now I do that, and I do it in that voice only, which is crazy. You, yeah, you have, you have to. to. It's like yeah. the Californians SNL sketch every time. Yeah, oh my, yes. the Californians. Yeah, <laughs> take a five to the one seventy. <laughs> The six of five. Ten. I'm like, you're going in a circle. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you were four whenever you started acting? I was. I was four wow. years old. Isn't this crazy? It's it's very interesting because even 10 years ago, I was acting a lot longer than let's say if I was doing a show, someone had in the cast was alive. So mm. that is so weird to be young. Cause um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm only in my late thirties and to be as young as I am and still be like, Oh my gosh, I've been doing it longer than so-and-so has been alive in their 30. It's yeah. like, well, where, how, how, how is this a thing? <laughs> I started at a very young age and it was, uh, it's been a crazy ride. I obviously loved it and never yeah. I can't see myself doing anything else, but, but performing and entertaining really. Yeah. Do you, do you remember your first audition process? Um, no. Yeah. What I do remember is the first job, like mm-hmm. every second of it. Um, it was for those Fisher Price sports things. Like, you know, the little golf thing, the, the, the hockey or the um, soccer net with the little um, uh, target that comes down the, yeah. the, oh, the yeah. Blue yeah, yeah. basketball hoop with the white back, but that every kid oh, has. Yeah. I did the original print ad for that line of sports equipment. Did they let you so, take any of it home? No. I'm oh, so come upset. On. Come on. In fact, the director gave us 75 cents to go buy ourselves ice cream. And I remember being four years old, getting that 75 cents and going, I get to have ice cream with 75 <laughs> cents. I'm going to be rich. Mind you, this was 1988. So yeah. there were a lot, you know, things were a lot cheaper. And I mean, yeah. for 75 cents, you get a triple scoop. Like that yeah. Thing is like, yeah. You you go to you go to Thrifty, which is now Rite Aid <laughs> for those of you, uh, but it's still Thrifty ice cream. So we went down to the Thrifty, or as they call it, Thrifties. I don't know why you add an S to it, but you have to. And then you grab your your ice cream, and I, I thought that what I was a day. going to be rich on ice cream, and it was going to be fantastic. <laughs> wow, little what did an I know. experience. You made it. I know, right? Yeah, I, t- I totally <laughs> thought I made it in in mint chocolate chip fashion. I mean, that's oh. fair for any kid. I feel like I would have been the, exact the perfect same payment. Way. I would have been like, oh, I get, I do this and I get ice cream. That works. I get mm-hmm. three quarters. What do you got? Yeah. <laughs> I got almost a dollar. The kids are on the side, like Thank holding their hands up. Like I got three quarters. I got the, like what? Yeah. comparing, comparing to each other. Yeah. yeah. My quarter's shinier. <laughs> what, what, 
You're a weird. Bearing kid. years over your quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's older. Therefore, I go first. Go first for what? <laughs> anyway. So then, yeah. what was your first then like on screen job that you booked? That was a that was the Lifesavers commercial. Okay. Where I asked a little girl to marry me, which I, I did a, a, a couple TikToks about, and I presented her with a lifesaver, which actually fit around her finger. Did it? Um, and I found her on Instagram. Uh, Ginger, I found her on Instagram. So uh, it's very interesting. And oh yeah, it, it, was, it was that. And I remember she accidentally, well, not accidentally. You don't as an accidentally, as a kid, eat candy. You on purposely mm-hmm. see candy and you go, mm-hmm. ah, oh. So <laughs> she took one of the lifesavers and put them in her mouth. The problem is when you shoot food products, they mm-hmm. spray them. They do things to make them look more appetizing. No. Oh no. She just put a load of paint and shellac in her mouth. Oh, <laughs> the poor thing. That she... looked like a lifesaver because it was underneath like nine coats of shiny. It, it was just so, deep, deep down there. Did yeah. she react? Did was she I just mean, like they delicious? were concerned, but yeah, you know, what at are you the end of do? the day, kids, kids swallow pennies. Like yeah, kids, that's kids true. do things it was fine. like that. But um, but it's a very interesting thing, right? Being being like a kid and working in these products, you're like seeing behind the scenes of such crazy stuff. Yeah, oh, oh my I god, bet. I can't imagine like. For you, that's just a lifesaver. Hence, her eating it. I know. But on a yeah. set, on a set, it's a prop. It is something yeah. that they made pretty. <laughs> and exactly. Not, not a lifesaver. Yeah, yeah. They had them on a on a paper towel, and there was rings around them that we didn't understand. <laughs> oh no! The neon glow. <laughs> the pain. You know? Oh no! Now yeah. everyone's like, "Wait, the lifesavers I see on TV were fake. That's not so really- sorry." So sorry. <laughs> Everything that is bubble. fake that you see on TV. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> I'm not even a real person. <laughs> I love that you found her though. Did you just, did you just remember her name and find her on Instagram yeah. then? Have you Pretty met much. up or just messaged on there? No, no, just messaged on there. And she, um, yeah, she, she, I, I think what happened was I remembered her name and somebody said, that's my friend Ginger. And I went, wait, what? <laughs> and uh, sure enough, I like, you know, clicked the, the tag as uh-huh. it were on the comment and bam. I was and like, it was oh, her? Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Wow. God, social media blows my yeah. mind sometimes. Yeah. Really crazy. And then obviously Picket Fences was huge. Yes, that was really awesome. So um, Picket Fences was my first TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, that was uh, obviously a season, a, a series regular. And uh, I remember that process super well. Um, uh, I had done a lot of commercials and worked a lot commercially. My agent was like, no, he's not ready for anything else. And my mom was like, ha, we're switching agents because you are. <laughs> that next, in the next month, I booked Kindergarten Cop. So she was right. Oh, such a good um, movie. And Always listen I, to mom. Moms are right. right. Yeah, right. I, so I filmed Kindergarten Cop, did all of that. And um, about a year later, I auditioned for Picket Fences. And I remember there was a final call, which was a mix and match at the uh, CBS network building, which is where they film like Price is Right currently. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, Near the Grove. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, that was the network building we went into and uh, they did a mix and match of um, the kids. So I remember reading with Justin Shankro in the audition and we were, you know, getting along in the the parking lot. Like, oh, wouldn't it be great if we could work together? Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. And then sure enough, and we're still friends to this day and it's, it's great. 
It's pretty fun. We actually, we felt like brothers and we still do. And we fought like brothers, you know, the whole, the whole nine. Yeah. He was definitely my bigger brother for a while until I became bigger than him. And then I was going to say, <laughs> was there ever a time? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. He was very much like, you know, the bigger brother with pranks and teasing and all of that fun stuff. And then, you know, out of nowhere, it was like, oh, Adam kind of is awesome at martial arts and sports and is big or than me. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a big guy, but I'm definitely bigger than Justin. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dynamic shifts a little yeah. bit. Yeah, 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 for sure. What and, was your life like then for the four years? Would you just like do school on set whenever you yeah. were doing? Yeah, it was so much fun. So uh, by law, you have to have three hours of school a day on the set. Um, you can bank hours, so but you can only use one bank hour per or there's, there's a certain qualification for how many bank hours you can use per week. So like if one time you're like, all right, I can, he only did two hours of school today, but because we did four hours two days ago, he can use that hour as the three hours for today. Because all um, in Cal by California law, all school teachers are also social workers. So they're keeping you safe as well as teaching you school. So they have to be educated in both because during summer, there's no school. So the school teachers are still there as just social workers and kind of doing fun coloring activities, games, all of those oh. puzzles, things like that um, to, to, to keep us busy. But yeah, I went to school um, on the set. It was an amazing experience. I learned how to act on that show, to be honest, between all of the incredible stars that were on there. Uh, Kathy Baker still like my mom. I talk to her a lot, in fact. Um, so I talked to Justin and Kathy the most, and I'm really good friends with um, Kathy's uh, real life sons. Oh, nice. Um, I actually play sports still with her, her youngest son, Luca. Uh, we play hockey together. So um, there's like, there's definitely a bond that we all share. Yeah. But learning from Tom Skerritt and uh, Kathy Baker, Lauren Holly, Holly Marie Combs, Don Cheadle, um, Fivish Finkel, like you wow. had so many people, Costas Mandalore, that were just on that show that you that were just mind blowing. And those Perfect. are just regulars, <laughs> yeah. you know. And one time, Lauren was shooting, um, and Holly Marie Combs as well as my sister, and um, uh, Lauren Holly was uh, went to go do Dumb and Dumber mm. uh, during one of the summers, and when she came back, she was married to Jim Carrey. So he'd come on the set uh, oh. when they were married. And that was like, geez, he's and also one of the greatest people, period. Mm -hmm. Like I, I've specifically ever known. Um, I wasn't really big into magic then, but I like dabbled. Mm -hmm. And I remember doing a card trick for him. And he was just like funny. You know, he's yeah. just a funny guy. And he was amazing. And he brought his daughter on the set. And um you know, we hung out and it was so cool. Like, the, oh yeah, you have a daughter my age. Oh, cool. Like it was, yeah. it was so awesome. Like it was the best experience to be raised basically on like the movie studio lot where they filmed Ghostbusters. Like, wow. yeah. Who, who says that? Yeah. You know? Nobody, like, nobody else can really say that. And, and next to the Ghostbusters set, they filmed Doogie Hauser. So like I, it was like freaking awesome. Like it was so yeah. cool. Such great memories to hang on to. Yeah. Yeah. It's re it's really a unique lifestyle and a unique childhood. I, you yeah. know, my childhood smell is a smell of a soundstage. Yeah. So yeah. that's how I like, I, I relate it to. And it's so nostalgic for me every time I'm back. Uh, that, I'm sure that has the same scent. I'm like home, home. you know, <laughs> right. 
Yeah. And um, you were, of course, also in the first ever Disney Channel original movie under wraps. So many yes. of our listeners love Disney, huge Disney oh, fans. Man. So what can, you, what, can, <laughs> what can you tell us and the listeners about working on that movie? I mean, what do you want to know? I, I can tell you anything. Uh, I remember every second of filming that movie. So uh, it was the first ever Disney Channel original movie. So we had no idea like what, yeah. what it was going to be, what it was going to spark into. They literally on set were like, we're just going to try something and see if it works. And sure <laughs> wow. enough, it did. But yeah, it obviously worked. Yeah. There was a, there were mix matches as a kid were a lot of the casting. Mm-hmm. So there was a huge mix and match session at the Disney, um, corporate office which is on alameda and burbank mm-hmm. so it's that big green building the one that walt had his office at at the top which originally the warner brothers golf course was supposed to be the original plot for disneyland because he wanted to be able to see disneyland oh. uh, from his office so that didn't happen because warner brothers bought it from underneath them built the golf course <laughs> whoops and so then he went to anaheim so that's the wow. story of how it doesn't i mean neither here nor there but still now you know that story yeah. so um we did the mix and match and uh, we filmed the original in Chico, California. And uh, that's uh, very fun. And back then they had a, a minor league baseball team called the Chico Heat. It's the yo-yo capital of the world. So they have the world's largest yo-yo that um, actually is functional. They, they did it from a crane apparently. And there's like pictures Whoa. of it in their, in their big yo-yo store. It's a huge college town as well. If you've never been to Chico for those of you out there who've never been. Um, but it's really, really beautiful and really fun. and. Um, I think the entire process took about six to eight weeks. Um, I was doing an all kids production of the music man at the same time and had to miss shows in order to, to, to do uh, under wraps. And it's funny because I came back and closed the weekend as Harold Hill uh, after I did under wraps. So I was like rehearsing trouble in my head as I'm, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> filming um under wraps and i mean it was just like it was fun the script was great uh the way that they filmed it was very very much like like a, a, a big budget feature mm-hmm. um everybody on set was wonderful um such a fun project to be a part of i still had i have uh the koosh ball that the dog held in oh yeah. Room, uh, yeah in front of kubots i had that koosh ball forever I think I still have it. Um, oh, that's awesome. But yeah, I had that koosh ball forever. And um, let's see, uh, this, there's a stunt person that does the crashing into the mailbox, but the driving wow. the car and me falling through the window are both me. Really? So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So was I went that to stunt fun? School. Oh, it was great. I went to stunt school and was a gymnast for, until uh, I was about 23. Okay. So I, uh, when they were doing it with the stuntman, cause you know, they don't want to risk any actor getting hurt, especially a 13 year old kid or 14, however old. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it just didn't look right. The wig kept falling off and you could kind of see that the stuntman had a much older fill, fold out face, you know, Oh, like it just doesn't look right. And I was like, why don't you just let me give it a shot? It will look better if I give it a shot. I promise I won't hurt myself. Uh huh. And they're like, <laughs> I think we have a choice at this point. So I did, and it worked. We did two takes. It was great. Um, oh, awesome. No injuries. <laughs> amazing. So uh, it was so much fun, though, because then I could say, oh, no, yeah. You did and your I, own stunts. I've done a bunch of stunt stuff since. Yeah. But, um, but it's, uh, it was very wild and cool to be able to, to do. I even did my own stunts on picket fences, actually. 
Oh, uh, really? For the most part. There was a couple of things where I didn't do it. But uh, like, I think I get run over by a car. Didn't do that. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's um, probably for the best. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's but fair. all the martial arts stuff is me because I grew up uh, doing martial arts since I was a, a really young, young kid. So um, all of that stuff is like definitely me. Yeah. Uh, so, but that was that was all so much so much fun. But um, yeah, Chico, California, really fun time. Uh, super super fun time. And look what look what the result was, right? I know. Yeah. Over crazy. Disney Channel original Start, movies, yeah, including yeah. a sequel to a yeah. remake. What? Which is so, so exciting. Crazy, crazy fun. Yeah. Yeah. Are you allowed to tell us anything about you bringing the character back or being in the next one? Well, the character's not back because it is the remake, not of the original. It's the remake. Okay. Of the, it's it's the sequel to the remake. Okay. So it's not the sequel to the original. It is the sequel Got to it. the remake that came out last year. And um, what I am allowed to tell you is that, yes, I'm a part of it. Uh, and I'm also uh, allowed to kind of like loosely tell you a plot. Um, okay. Let's just say that uh, Harold has kind of a past with a friend that okay. also was had a, a, a thing for, for Rose. So okay. when, when you see it, you'll, you'll, you'll understand. We'll It'll click. It. It's a very cool, it, I, I think it's, it's going to be really great. It's going to be uh, super fun. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. But, and you haven't but, yeah. started, have, you haven't started working oh, we on finished. it yet? Yeah. Oh, oh, you've, yeah. We're already done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the time they released it, I had already come back from, from Canada. Wow. I think well I was, kept secret. I actually came, <laughs> right? I actually came back that Friday and we were allowed to tell them on, no, I came back that Saturday and we were allowed to announce it on Monday. Wow. Oh my gosh. It's going to be wait. fun. Yeah, for sure. And then after you finish the first under wraps, then you yeah. stay kind of like in the Disney channel realm mm -hmm. with can of worms, which is another one that I love. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. And then I did can of worms, uh, with Erica Christensen, of course. And, um, again, we all got along so well, uh, and it was really, really great. And then I also went in for Johnny tsunami. I got a call back for Johnny tsunami, but didn't do it uh -huh. was Offered Halloween Town, and for some reason I didn't do it because I have the script. And I don't know why I have the script. And my mom's like, uh, "Oh yeah, you almost did that." And I was like, "How? What? What's the story?" Wait a second. <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, I don't know." And then also Brink, I got very close to because my one of my my oldest brother was the was one of the founders of Team Rollerblade. So wow. I've been playing like ice hockey and roller hockey and been rollerblading forever. So they were like, "Oh yeah, it's perfect." Um, yeah. So I. It was between two casts for Brink. It was the the Eric Von Denton cast or the Eric Lively cast. And I was a part of the Eric Lively cast. And they went with oh, Eric okay. Von Denton. Then Eric Von Denton did So Weird. And then Eric Lively replaced him in So Weird. So, oh, that's so oh, wow. weird. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, I, I was definitely still in the Disney universe a lot. And I was doing a lot of, cartoon work for Disney as well. So I did a lot of like uh, voiceover stuff for them. And then I did Jake and the Neverland Pirates as Peter Pan. Yeah, that that's so awesome. Fun. Yeah, so it was pretty, pretty crazy. But Can of Worms was a blast too. We shot that yeah. in Canada, in Vancouver and very similar schedule, six to eight weeks yeah. uh, in Vancouver. And um, again, great cast. I remember um, Mike, uh, who was the lead, introduced me to faulty towers and i like fell in love with you know british comedy on that. Uh -huh. 
filming that movie. So, and the yeah. puppetry in it was so much fun. Oh my gosh. Uh, the, I just will always remember just how they looked watching that as a kid, the weirdest oh, looking yeah. aliens. Weirdest looking aliens for sure. Yeah. But super fun because we couldn't see any of them. So they were oh. never actually on set. They were, we saw pictures of what they were gonna look like and mock-ups of what they looked like in the studio with green screen around them. Okay. And a little bit of test footage. Other than that, we had no But it was no just- idea. No idea. Wow. Yeah, was that no hard idea. to act then without anything really there to talk to, to or react so to? Much. You have to do it so much that it's like, okay. Yeah. It, it's 90% yeah. of it, nobody's like, it, it is when they are flipping the camera around, you know, people aren't on screen or they're so far off screen that they're not even looking at you. Um, that's most of the time what's happening. You're rarely okay. doing it. And unless it's the master shot, you're rarely looking at the other actors, to be honest. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Um, so for all of the coverage, you're just, you're not looking at really anybody. And it's similar with voiceover work too, right? Because often you are not in the booth with the person you're talking to in that scene. Like we've had some of the cast members of Rugrats on and it's amazing how many times they're like, no, I, I was always by myself. I was never interacting with the other characters. Like you're just solo. So I guess a lot of acting, you get used to just playing your part and maybe not having someone to react off of. Yeah, absolutely. It depends from show to show with uh, cartoons, uh, a lot of them are done solo and some of them are done in a group so that you do mm -hmm. actually, mm -hmm. uh, you can't look at anybody because you have to be, you have to play to your script because otherwise once you're off mic, they can't hear you. So oh. Oh, that's probably you're so not difficult. looking at each other, yeah. you're just hearing it. Yeah. Wow. And so you're acting to a page with words on it. You're really uh -huh. not acting to your person. Got to use like that ever. imagination. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting seeing like actors who are not, who are used to doing film and TV, whenever they're doing voiceover, they're like, and they're like, uh, you're not on mic. You're not, yeah. you're not on mic. <laughs> we can't you need hear to turn anything. Head. Anything you need, don't turn your head to, to look at them when you speak because we need to record you. And mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. sounds like you're distant. <laughs> so it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, it's a different, definitely a different style. Of yeah. Okay. Do you have a preference between on-camera and voiceover work? I like it all. I mean, not really. Um, on-camera... I would say gets more of the the glory. You know, mm -hmm. there's not a lot of people unless you're really deep into the VO world that can name who voices a lot of people. Sure. Um, yeah. Besides people that are just super invested in in the world. Uh, whereas on camera gets so much more recognition and, and, and glory. Uh, I like all of it. They all have their upsides, you know, and mm -hmm. it's um, super fun. None of it is is uh, less rewarding than the other, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, but there's definitely a huge difference. And then speaking of on-screen things, one of our favorite shows is Gilmore Girls. We both oh, used to be yay. tour guides at the Warner Brothers lot and would On love showing people around the sets <laughs> there. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cool when I get to walk around the Warner Brothers set lot uh, now because yeah I, you know it's there's a lot of a lot of fun cool memories just walking around going oh look stars home um yeah, i'm so happy that it's still there it, it's hard to yeah. disguise it even if they take the gazebo out it's everything is still there yeah the the entire uh facade of all the stores is still there uh and right you know like right there is chilton so it's like super close it's like that big gate and you like like you definitely recognize all that stuff yeah, yeah. 
was the cast fun to work with on that show? They were awesome. I mean, I had such a blast uh, working on that show. I didn't get to work with a lot of people outside the high school bits. Mm -hmm. Okay. But um, everybody that I did get to work with, because in the graduation episode, which was my last episode, you know, I finally got to work with Melissa McCartney and Lauren Graham. And I was like, oh, good. I get to finally work with you guys. Like, <laughs> while I was filming, because they were always filming before or after me. So like you'd yeah. see them around, but it was always like in passing. Uh -huh. It wasn't like I get to work with you. And that was pretty fun. Did you enjoy the fast paced dialogue from Amy Sherman Palladino? I've done two shows with Amy Sherman Palladino. Did, I did a pilot that was incredible that never went anywhere, unfortunately, oh. called um, Come Fly With Me. Mm. And it was on right after Married to Children and people got very confused uh, if it was Married to Children or not, because I would say, oh, I'm doing the show, come fly with me. Like, I know that show's like, it hasn't premiered yet. So there's no way. <laughs> they thought it was already like, on. No, no, I watch it all the time. I'm like, that's, yeah, I love it, marriage. I'm like, yeah, that's married to children. <laughs> oh no, oh no. Oh no. Oh, I'm sorry, because they changed it to to love and marriage. That's why they changed the the the, the title to love and marriage instead of come fly with me. So people go, oh, oh, love and marriage. I get it, love and marriage. I was like, it's married to children. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Easy mistake. I see how they no, got there. No, the show, you're thinking of Shane Sweet, who is seven on that show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, that's not me, uh, although I, although, you know, work with him a lot still to this day, but it's not, not me. And um, so I had done that show and it was so great. It was such a great show. And uh -huh. then she uh, started Gilmore Girls and said, hey, you want to come in for this, for this part? I'm only bringing like five, six people in and uh, it's four lines. So I'm sorry, I don't have anything more, but like uh -huh. four lines, would you be interested? I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, on of a course. New show? Heck yeah, yeah, let's go. And it turned into Brad Langford. And yeah. it was just so much fun. And to be honest, I don't speak that fast. I don't, um, I don't. I was edited a lot. Were uh, you? My, my gaps were edited Yeah, a bunch. Yeah. Like I would see it and go, oh, you took that out. You snip that, <laughs> you snip that, you snip that. There's a beat there. Whoa, you guys really just went. Uh, yeah. So I've seen so many interviews where like the cast, like Lauren Graham is just like, I can't remember anything I said because there was so much dialogue that it kind of just went in when you're out the other, or I guess out of your mouth when you were performing <laughs> because it was so much to remember. Yeah, I would get and a pacing so note a lot. Yeah. A lot yeah. of it would be like, <gasps> wow. pacing. And I was like, hmm. You can definitely pick up on it while watching it, but it makes the show, <laughs> yeah. right? It makes it's it really style so amazing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was um it was super fun though. Once you once I got the hang of it, it was a little easier mm. to to like do the pacing. But I remember at first it was just I had trucks <laughs> driving through my lines. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. So you went to set thinking it was just gonna be a four-line yep. thing. How how One soon day. after did you find out you were being brought back? About a month. So I think it aired. And uh, they were like, we have an idea. We have an idea. <laughs> so we're going to, uh, we're going to bring you back and see if this works. And it worked. And then I booked into the woods um, and had to move to New York. And mm. so I went and did my Broadway show. And Amy knew I was coming back and went, no. <laughs> so I'm writing your real life into the show. Wait, I was just Bye. about to yeah. stop you and say that was real? Oh, yeah. 100% real. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's I was Jack hilarious. in Into the Woods in 2002 with Vanessa Williams as the witch. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's, that and they a, all picked on you for that. Real story. 
Yeah, they all I pick was laughing on you in the show. My butt off, uh, reading that script. Like, oh my that's god, hilarious! So hard that I was crying. And was then like, she has you. She's a genius. She has yeah. you sing in the graduation. Of course, of course. And the bong bongs are all me. So I had grown up listening to 50s and 60s music uh, growing up because my mom drove me, you know, to LA. Uh-huh. And um, she didn't understand what 80s and 90s music was. She knew what she liked. So we would listen to all of the oldies, which out here are like um, Cola 99.9 or KF 101, which um, I think one of them is still a music station. I think uh, K Earth still is, but it's weird because they're playing like, you know, boy band stuff. And I'm like, yeah, how, why, why is it, why, why is it? How did this happen? (laughs) Uh, yeah. So I sang it for the, uh, rehearsal and I was like, cherish is the word I use to describe bong bong. And they were like, Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, It is hilarious. The way it goes. Yeah. (laughs) It goes bong bong bong. Uh The feelings that I have hiding here for you inside. Bong, bong. And I, I was like, that, that's the way it goes. And they were like, mm-hmm, you're keeping that. And I was like, okay. okay. I love this. <laughs> I love every sec. I love that she took your real life storyline. And yeah. I love that you added those to that song because it's so funny. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. And now I have like shirts and sweaters that say bong bong. And they have I was going to say, what, is, and what a standout like a moment. Diploma. Oh, yeah. it's so fun. And unless you know the show, you just think that I like, you know, really like pot. And it's definitely <laughs> bong not. Bong. Definitely not what that means. But um, but the oh, people who get awesome. it, get it. People who get it, get it. Exactly. Yeah. That's so cool. Thank you for sharing that. That's so yeah. cool. Of course. Yeah. For sure. And so we also, of course, follow you on TikTok. You're such an amazing magician. Oh my God. Do not apologize. (laughs) Um, How did you get started with magic? Did you always have an interest in that? I'm going to tell you the real story because normally I just say boredom on sets. So I'm going to tell you the real story. Um, I saw my first magic trick when I was five years old. This guy named Ralph McIntosh. And I was doing a, uh, a show at a theater called Glendale Center Theater, which sadly no longer exists. Uh, They closed like a year or two ago, or maybe even this year. But um, he had three, his three children were in the show in various different parts. And he showed me the the vanishing handkerchief. And uh, one of the kids came up to me, said, he's got a puzzle. He's got a puzzle and you're never going to figure it out. Mr. McIntosh, go see him. I was like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. Because I was five years old and thought I was 90. So <laughs> made the handkerchief disappear. And I was like, you do it again, do it again. That's do it literally again. me today. And I had him do it again. Right. Oh my gosh. That's, that's so me funny. watching magic right now. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had him do it again until forever. Like, and I remember on the last day he went, Adam, it's not a puzzle. It's called magic. It's meant for you to not see. And I was like, what is this? What is this magic? Music? <laughs> and uh, he gave me the effect. He just Aww. took it off and gave it to me. Uh, you know, all of the gimmicks and, and the, the, the silk because, and he chose the silk because during, uh, during pickpocket, we steal silks from Fagin. So mm. during gotta pick a pocket or two, we all have silks. Uh-huh. And that's why he was like, oh, one of the silks. <laughs> Done. And we were like, <laughs> jaw, floor. So how did you do that? <laughs> exactly. And so once I figured it out, I was in magic shops all the time buying anything I could, but I didn't actually, like, I was in and out of it because I was more interested in 
my sports and uh, sports and acting and less about magic. Magic was like every once in a while, whenever something new came out, I was like, oh, and I'll learn the, what I need to know for that specific trick. But I didn't know what I call um, like the tools of sleight of hand so that I could mm. invent my own tricks so that I could do a lot of card tricks or do, you know, a set with just cards or a set with just coins or what have you, or just rubber bands even um, until I was in my, until I was about 21. Then I did a, uh, a musical in 2000, what was that? When was I 2003? What? I don't know. Six, four, hold on. <laughs> I was 2018, 2005. So um, in 2005, I, uh, I did Camelot in Boston at the Schubert Theater, which mm-hmm. interestingly enough is where Camelot first premiered in its off-Broadway venture or in its pre-Broadway venture. Uh, it was its out, is out of town trial was in was in that theater. Mm. So and I played six different characters, including Merlin, and there was another magician in the cast. It was Vincent Rodriguez the third who plays Josh on My Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Oh and, yeah, and now he's on that new show, the new Netflix Netflix show. Um, and we both did the same card thing at the same time. Uh huh. And went, oh, you were me. We yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, and he was like, Do you know. Jay Senke, Jeff McBride, all these like huge names in magic that like are household to me now. But at the time I was like, Ew. Ew. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. He's like, oh, you, you need to know who these people are. You need to know David Stone. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Michael Lamar. I don't know what this means. And so he would show me some stuff and I just was blown away. And he got me like, he's like, look, we're going to go to Hankley's magic shop. It's in Boston. And you are going to grab these, this set of DVDs, which will teach you like your tools of magic. And that will change your life because until you can't call yourself a card magician, which now I do more than cards, but back then I was mainly interested in cards. Mm-hmm. And he said, you can't call yourself a card magician unless you can go to wherever store right now, buy a bicycle deck of cards and do a three hour show and never repeat something. Oh, wow. And I went, okay. And I just went sponge and just started. And then I expanded to coins and I expanded to mentalism. I expanded to rubber band magic and expanded to a little bit of parlor magic, which is because um, I mainly do close up, which is right in front of your right in front of your face. And parlor magic is a little further away, but not quite stage. So oh, okay. I do both of those things and it is so much fun. And then I started doing TikTok and my magic wasn't hitting. It just mm-hmm. wasn't anything. And I was like, how can I marry the two worlds? Because my acting was really doing all right on TikTok. And I was like, okay, it's doing okay. Uh, the magic stuff is doing horrible. Now, how do I marry the two? And I just had this crazy idea. I was like, you know, what if like there was this lady that was just, that said some of the things that I've heard all these people say to me uh-huh. when I'm doing magic stuff. What if she said something crazy and I actually like, also incorporate stuff that I've actually been told at, at a gig because I hear the same hundred things at every gig. Like mm-hmm. every single time you hear, I'm like, yep, yep, using that, using that, using that, already used it, already used it, already used it. Yeah. <laughs> already used it. Um, and so I, I, I just threw on this red wig that was ridiculous and went, uh-huh. yeah, why not? Let's try. Yeah. And Gladys was born. And from <laughs> the great star name. was born. Yeah, my, Gladys <laughs> is such a great name, isn't it? She yeah, it really is. So her, and uh, of course, her husband's name is Harold. After, under wraps. 
So I love that. Um, yeah, and that's exactly why his name is Harold. So I uh, now I'm I'm you know things I've actually heard that guy. So it's really fun. And then do you, I know that like you've done shows at like the Magic Castle. Are you still doing shows in person? Yes, I am at the Magic Castle doing a private show for my cast that uh, we just finished the musical with um, on the 7th, so on Monday. And then I'm doing another private uh, function on the 9th. Um, And then I'll be back at the Magic Castle probably in April or May. Um, he, uh, I remember Jack who, who books the rooms was like, Hey, can you do Valentine's day week? And I was like, no, he's like, you're still on the show, aren't you? You're still doing your musical. I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, let me know when that's done. Was that like such a dream come true with the first time you got to perform there? I cried. Uh, the first time I got to perform there, it was surreal. You know, I think it was 2007 when I became a member, it was the year I was doing wicked. I was turning 23 on the 23rd and thought. I'm becoming a member of the Magic Castle. Don't know how. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I did it. It just happened to be right place, right time. And it just kind of worked. And Set your um, mind to it. I mean, I just put it in the universe, you know, mm-hmm. and worked really, 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 really hard at Magic uh, because it's another way of performing and it's a great way to use improv. Let me tell you. Yeah. You need to be fast. Uh, and it's so much fun. Um, I, I can't tell you uh, how many times there has been a heckler and I just go, shut down, shut down, shut down. Shut down. <laughs> like it's the greatest thing. And uh, then I tell my brother to get out. And then um, it's <laughs> fantastic. But, but really, I, I performed my first ever week, which was 2009. January 5th was my starting day um, for that. And that first show, it ended. And I just, bleh, like, I'm getting teary thinking about it because that was a life that was like opening a Broadway show, you know, that was a life goal at such a young age, just going check. Uh, No, one of the youngest members there getting to perform in the close-up room, like insane. That's great. Good for you. Yeah. That's really great. And working the the magic close-up room, you know, I wasn't the youngest. There's, you know, kids who were 21, 22, 23, were also junior pro junior members, but um, so cool. Like, yeah, that's amazing. It's definitely my second home. Uh, that's awesome. And then yeah. if if you're not there, bring in TikTok. Everyone can see a live show. <laughs> live show. Exactly. It's like having I your mean, own show. It really is. And I get to also do tricks that I can't do at the castle. Um, mm-hmm. Because to be honest, there's a lot of gimmicks in magic. I think we all know that. Mm-hmm. I don't use a, a lot of them. I pride myself on you being able to touch everything immediately when I'm done and examine yeah. anything. I hand, you know, a lot of people say, name a card, that card is in my wallet, I hand you the deck. You have more than one in there. What I've handed you the deck is what I say every time. Yeah. yeah. And then they go through it and they realize, oh no, no, that's the same card. Crazy. <laughs> and um, I love doing that. So I love keeping the mystery of, is it real magic? Is it luck? What is it? And bringing that beautiful blend because to me, the magic is not what I do. Mm-hmm. It's not what I do. It's what your brain's tricking you into thinking I did. That's oh, the magic. That already threw me for a curveball. <laughs> right? Yeah. You think that I had some superpower and you saying it's luck. You saying it's possibly skill. You thinking mm-hmm. even it's real magic, but knowing there's no possible way. I just tricked your brain into thinking something you knew was impossible was possible. Happened. Ooh. Well, we are going to make sure to link your TikTok so everyone oh, can awesome. go Thank check you. it yeah, out. So because- it's very fun. 
magic blows my mind. <laughs> so much fun. Right. So if anyone else is the same way, we're going to link Adam's TikTok so you can All go right. check it out. Yeah. <laughs> very, very cool. I appreciate that. Oh yeah. This, it's, it's at, this is Adam Wiley. All yes. one word in case you guys don't know. And I'm that on all of the platforms because I'm lazy and because it's easier for I was to gonna say it, to be it's honest. easy, right? You can just yeah. say the one the one handle and everything's yeah. connected to it. It's at this is Adam Wiley on all of it. Perfect. That makes it easy too. <laughs> Without yeah. the, on all of it. Just so you're clear. If you type in on all of it, it won't come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll remove That's on fair. all of it. That's fair. That's a good note to but mention. Yes. You know, you never know. Yeah. You never know. You could take things very literally. You know, I've done that. I do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we all have those moments where you're like, oh, really? You could do this for forever? Like, f- like you never take breaks? <laughs> and you're like, oh, I haven't slept in four days. That's right. Yeah. Uh, great. I need to eat. And We've all been are. there. We've yeah, all been there. Literally. <laughs> of course. Literally. <laughs> we have. So, yes. Well, thank you so much. Before we of uh, jump off, do you have anything else upcoming or anything that you'd like to promote or talk about? Well, of course, uh, Under Wraps too, which I'm very, very excited for. You can also catch me on um, Lucifer uh, on Netflix, uh, episode one of the newest season, season six, which actually takes place at the Magic Castle. I play a magician for only the second or third time in my life, which is pretty crazy. Um, Also, fun fact, not only that, uh, I've only worn glasses in five projects out of all of the projects I've ever done. Yet, most people say, why don't you wear glasses? Mm, oh, interesting. Huh. Uh, but n- really 90% of my work, never worn glasses for. Those just those so, must be standout roles. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. people remember yeah. I mean, it's mainly Gilbert, to be honest. Yeah. It's yeah. mainly Gilbert, um, which is the only, only real one that wears glasses uh, yeah. that is very, very popular. And there's a couple sporadic here and there. But yeah, I mean, picket fences, no glasses, all, all of that stuff. But you know, you don't, Gilmore Girls, no glasses. You don't really think of it though. Yeah. Um, let's see. And follow me on TikTok and Instagram. I do, you know, um, the TikToking as well as the, the reels and <laughs> some photos. I just closed the show. Otherwise I usually, you know. Oh, uh, sure. would be. Yeah. Singing Revolution, but, but we closed last Sunday. So that's kind of new and weird. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure there'll be more very soon stay tuned to my instagram and my tiktok because i announce all the things on Perfect. both of those platforms so thank well, you so much yes. for doing this thank yeah, you so, I had much. so much fun <laughs> well, well thank, thank you. you thanks guys bye bye as promised in the intro it's time to announce a giveaway to scream about <laughs> It's fun to scream about you guys. Nobody, nobody, really. nobody thinks, nobody it's thinks funny we're we funny. We get a real kick out of ourselves. I wish, I wish that people could sometimes hear our phone calls because this, this is, it's really time. just this. We say this all the time. We're like, if people could just hear us on the phone, it's David and I cracking each other up. But I think that's a good thing, right? Cause laughter is the best metaphor. Medifin, medicine. Uh, it's the it's her ankle. It's my ankle. It's the cortisone straight to my mind. Oh, it hurts her so much she screams. Okay, it's, last one. I, I know you guys. We are so excited to bring you this giveaway. It's for the movie Scream. Scream the five. newest one. Yes. Yes. If you haven't been able to tell, we have the opportunity for you to buy or rent the all new Scream. 
starring Nev Campbell, David Arquette, and of course, Courtney Cox. The new hit movie is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes and critics are calling it 100% terrifying. Buy on digital today and get killer bonus content, including deleted scenes, cast interviews, and much more. Available at participating retailers, rated R from Paramount Pictures. All I can say is I saw it in theaters opening weekend. And if you have not seen it and you've seen any of the screen movies, you have to see it right now. And if you haven't seen it and you want to watch it for free, you have to enter our contest. Yeah. We will be able to provide five of the winners codes to watch the new scream movie for free. And you're just going to scream. You're going to scream. You're going to scream. It's, it's so good. (laughs) Like I loved it so much. And if anyone's a fan of the older ones, you might've already seen it. And if you've seen it, you might just want to be able to watch it again. So make sure you enter our giveaway. It'll be live on our Instagram once you're listening to this and good luck. And Adam, if you're listening to this, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. We had the best time. Adam has been in so many amazing things that we love. I obviously think you could tell totally fangirl when he was telling us about the Gilmore girl story that that happened to him love, in real life. I love that. I love that they kept that in there. That is so cool that she kept that, but you guys make sure you check out Adam. We mentioned a bit about his TikTok, and of course he's on Instagram. We will leave all of his links for you. Yeah. But if you're on Instagram, just jump right over. His handle is at this is Adam Wiley. You spell his last name W Y L I E. Same handle over on TikTok, where he is verified with over a million followers on TikTok. It's amazing. You guys on his Instagram as well, in his bio, he has it linked to a link tree. So everything is right there. You can see his merch. He has autographs and more. He's on Cameo. You can email him. Oh, look, there's a kindergarten cop reunion video on his link tree. Check it out. Make sure you show Adam some love. Adam, thank you so much again for coming on. We had the best time talking to you. And while you're on Instagram, you might as well just like jump right on over to our page. We are on. (laughs) You might as well. Again, we we find each other really funny. We're on Instagram. So here's our handles, you guys. We're on Instagram and Twitter. That's you can just type in at BTTB podcast. Maybe you want to find us on Facebook or TikTok. Then you're just going to type in at back to the best. We have a YouTube channel. And if you want to see some video clips from this and other interviews, youtube.com slash back to the best. Or if you just want a one-stop shop, Grace is going to tell you right where to go. You go to www.bttbpodcast.com. Everything is there. This is Not an episode at all sponsored by Linktree, but we also have one of those on our Instagram, right in our bio. If you click our Linktree, everything is there. So you have two one-stop shops. You have two stop shops. You have our website or our Uh Linktree. We're just really trying to lay it out. Funnily enough, our our website is on our Linktree. (laughs) Who would have thunk? I mean, who would have thunk? You can go to the Linktree, to the website, to everything else where Back to the Best lives. So thank you all for joining and for doing all the things that we just told you. God bless you. Give us a five-star rating. We would love that. Yeah. Anything else we need to? I think that's it. I just looked through that one in there. I think the only other thing we need you to do is to tune in next week. We do. We would love it if you would tune in next week. (laughs) Because as always, we are going to be taking you back to the best. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.